today God has prepared a very special vessel to bless us mightily in a special way trust me you're gonna be tremendously blessed he's a son in whom I am very well pleased and I'm not at any point in time in a doubt of what God is going to use him to do on any platform anywhere anytime it's a very respectful and a very humble young man whose walk with the spirit has been on the ascendancy I've watched him grow in the Lord I've watched him grow in word and in deed I've watched him grow in character solid and I've watched him grow in kingdom service a man who serves at the joy of Jesus always there to do anything you want him to do he will go every length it's hard for God to find men like that these days a great succor he has been to myself personally in this ministry a pure breed of this ministry and I'm happy to introduce to you one of our finest one of our very anointed hallelujah one of our eloquent we call him minister handsome hallelujah with a round of applause and a standing ovation giving honor to whom honor is due let's make welcome minister christian giving us a blessing amen please let's appreciate our father pastor charles amen. in his absence also let's appreciate um our general overseer pastor dr paul Let's also please appreciate um, our dear first lady, Lady Clara. And you may kindly be seated. Thank you. Please let's pray just for one minute. You want to close your eyes. Just allow your spirit to be still. And just speak to the Lord. That Lord speak to me. That Jesus send me a word. Do not allow me to go without a word. Do not allow me to go without hearing from you today. That Jesus, you speak to me. Please make sure you are praying. Father, we thank you. Jesus, we thank you. I pray that Lord, you will speak through me. And that it will not be me speaking, but that it will be you. That Lord, after receiving and hearing your word, will not go back the same. In the name of Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. Please let's appreciate everyone that has ministered to us thus far. I'll try to be straight to the point. Um, even whilst preparing, or rather while sitting down, I was just asking the Lord what is your heart towards us today what is your heart towards us as your people and um, the worship the praise the prayers um, it's amazing how God does things but it's all just geared towards 
God is just um, intent in fulfilling some certain things and in dealing with some certain things in our lives and in our hearts even as we are gathered here today. John chapter 3 verse 16. I had not planned to start here. But well, it's a scripture that we all know. We'll read till verse 17. John chapter 3 verse 16. The Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life for god sent not his son into the world to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved the bible says that um, god did not send jesus into the world to condemn the world so jesus did not come to condemn us he did not come to point accusing fingers at us and judge us for what we have done and what we have not done but it is out of the motivation the primary motivation of jesus coming was love and how he decided to communicate that love was not in a way or in a in, in a manner of condemnation but in a style of opening up his heart opening up his hand and receiving us just as we are of course we know we understand that god does not just call us to remain the way we are but he wants us to grow to be responsible and matured kingdom citizens but he receives us just as we are he does not judge he does not condemn even after having given our lives to christ when we fall short or if we fall short he does not stand to judge or to condemn but his hands are still opened pastor read us a scripture last week that said that we do not serve a high priest who is not touched by the feelings of our infirmities but was in every way tempted as we are yet without sin and then it says that let us come boldly um, to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find help in time of need it's quite strange usually if i were for example um, a young child who has done something wrong maybe now dealing with our parents how we know our parents to be like if i've done something wrong the first thing to do is to escape their presence because i know that i might get flogged or something like that so i might not want them to really see me but god says that even in that state he says come boldly he says be bold as if you are not the one who did something wrong he says come boldly these are not just words that the bible uses to make us feel good but this is the true nature and the true character of god and it is in our best interest for us to believe the word of god um, even in its simplicity amen for just one minute you want to speak in the language of the spirit if you can you are just opening up your heart to receive from the Lord, not from a person, but from the Lord. Shala pranda katos keli prashtapa, shata pranda katepele tos telebranda shatela bakando soto boshtali bakanda, malataya la batos ke pranda shate palatos ali prakanta shebele devosata, shetele bele devosa tempre tesa potos ke patali bosoto. Shalabaranda li prosh telebekantas toto preshte katiza tabolo doshete. In the name of Jesus. James chapter 1. We'll begin our reading from James chapter 1, verse 6. Um, the title of our message, of course, um, we are in our month of dealing with the little foxes. 
um, you know, as I would always say, it's never really easy to come and minister to us. Um, it's it's the second last Sunday, so we have received so much already. Um, so you can almost imagine preparing and preparing and preparing. Um, but the Lord will grant us grace. Amen. We are dealing with the little foxes and one of the little foxes as we walk and we progress with the Lord. I encourage you to please pay attention um, as we walk with the Lord. One of the things that become a little fox or a, a hindrance, it is um, lack of faith as I would put it or doubt, doubting God's word doubting God himself or even doubting his existence at some point um, not having faith to believe what God is saying hmm. the Lord will help us amen so um, we are dealing with doubt um, but permit me to make the title O ye of little faith amen I'm just quoting something that Jesus said again as I said that the idea is not to bring condemnation because I know if I say O ye of little faith someone may be sitting and saying how dare you say such a thing to me um, not really um, but it is just an attempt to communicate a message also received directly in the way that it is received oh ye of little faith now as we walk and we progress with the lord one of the things that hinder us is lack of faith or doubt doubting the word of god doubting the speakings of god unto us as they come directly um, as the lord is prompting us um, through the holy spirit or as they come as we re we are hearing from a man of god we are hearing from those that the lord uses um, at times to speak to us um, james verse 6 we'll read to verse 7 he says but let him ask in faith he was speaking about if you lack wisdom then you should ask let him ask in faith nothing wavering for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed for let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord so the Bible is saying that if you are doubting do not think that you will receive anything of the Lord it's a very uncomfortable scripture really to read because when you read that and you think of the some of the if we are to be honest with ourselves maybe you can think of some things you prayed about and to be sincere you are not really sure you are doubting somewhere somehow that will i can god really do this and all that but the bible is saying that let not such a person think that he will receive hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 it says that um he who comes to god must know um it says that it is impossible but without faith it is impossible to please him for he that cometh to god must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him this is the bible saying that it is impossible to please God without faith that anyone coming to God must um, believe that God is that means anyone who comes to God must believe that God exists and then must believe that he is a rewarder it's not um it's, it's not out of a desire to receive material positions or all of that this is what the bible is saying that god rewards god himself is a rewarder of them 
that diligently seek him so we understand even the bible says that the righteous shall live by faith he says that we walk not by sight but by faith it's strange in the natural we walk by sight you need to see where you are going for you to be accurate in where you are going and in reaching your destination but spiritually in our spiritual walk with the lord we walk not by sight but by faith for us to be accurate in our walk and in our relationship with god and in fulfilling destiny it requires faith for you to even believe in jesus it requires faith amen now this is clearly exemplified in scripture um, we'll use really mostly examples that are centered around Jesus and his relationship with his disciples as he spoke to them as he rebuked them sometimes for lack of faith and the Lord will help us Matthew chapter 14 verse 26 we'll read till 31 Matthew chapter 14 verse 26 um, we'll read till 31 a very interesting scripture please let's be um, a bit rapid it says and when the disciples saw him walking on the sea they were troubled saying it is a spirit and they cried out um, and they cried out for fear but straight straightway Jesus spake unto them saying be ye be of good cheer it is I be not afraid <laughs> it's very interesting how can you say you're not afraid when you are doing something that causes me to be afraid and Peter answered him and said Lord if it be thou bid me come unto thee on the water the beginning of our trouble um, and he said come and Peter and when Peter was come down out of the ship he walked on the water to go to Jesus but when he saw the wind boisterous he was afraid and beginning to sink he cried saying Lord save me and immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him O thou of little faith wherefore didst thou doubt that's where O ye of little faith comes from now it's strange how Jesus interprets the situation permit me to say that Jesus seems a bit unreasonable um, a bit maybe not so much but a bit unreasonable so um, Peter receives a word from the Lord um, really today I was just meditating within myself and saying that today I, I have really come I'm trying to really come to us in the spirit of our father pastor Charles amen so do not mind um, the resemblance it is intentional amen um, amen so Peter sees Jesus walking on water receives a word from the Lord that come that you also come and walk on this water and so he starts walking on the water but then something happens the sea begins to be boisterous and then because the sea is boisterous he begins to sink he begins to sink as we see from scripture now Jesus's interpretation of the entire situation is not that Peter the sea is boisterous and you have a reasonable doubt to be afraid a reasonable um, a, a reason you have a good reason basically to be afraid you have a good reason to sink but Jesus's inter interpretation of the matter is that you are of little faith it would sound like an insult 
because Jesus is saying that it is not because they don't blame the boisterousness of the sea blame your doubt the problem here is not because the sea is boisterous but it is because you started doubting it is because you started doubting my word it is because your faith is little oh ye of little faith amen we are not doing a teaching on faith or anything like that but even from this we can tell that faith can be measured and the measure of your faith determines what you will do determines how far you will go even in the midst of circumstances or situations um it is clear that the storm was not a problem because jesus was still walking on the water jesus also saw the storm jesus was in the same environment but he was not moved by the circumstances around him but peter decided that now there's a storm probably what god said has changed amen but the word of the lord still remained the same even though a storm arose even though the situation the circumstances around change the word still remained jesus did not say come but if the, a, a storm arises then you better find a way to swim back to the boat amen but jesus just said come it is the same thing that happens in our walk with the lord we begin nice and calm everything is well lord should i do this yes you can and then you begin walking mind you jesus does not say that as you are walking as you are coming to me on the water something will happen the sea will begin to be boisterous he just gave a word that yes come yes begin doing this thing but as you are doing that thing the the, the condition of the sea the conditions around begin to change the conditions begin to look very unfavorable what you are seeing with your eye it is validating doubt but again we do not walk by sight we walk by faith faith in the word of the lord so this is where sometimes our problems are our challenges it's not because god changes mind it is not that god left you the moment you stepped into russia yes you prayed lord should i take this scholarship take it but you came here and the situation seemed like i mean this is out of i don't know where this is from the word of the lord is still the same god has not changed his word his word still remains the same come walk on the water as i'm walking it is not i mean god's word is not changing based on the circumstances around it is still the same he's still saying the same thing that come walk on the water he did not say at any point to peter that um things have flipped now so let's find another way but his word was still the same matthew chapter 8 verse 26 ha ah, my god God will help us um just to give a bit of context on this before this i don't know if you can go back a few scriptures before let me see if i can find it um i just want to show you that in this scripture jesus would seem a bit unfair to me okay just go to 26 you keep 26 there um in kjv i'll just read the preceding scripture here uh-huh he says in 25 therefore i tell you um am i in the correct place no he says in 23 rather um even before that okay let me read from 18 you keep 26 he says when jesus saw the crowd around him he gave orders 
to cross to the other side of the lake. Then a teacher of the law came to him and said, Teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. Jesus replied, Foxes have dens and birds have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. Is that how you speak to people who are saying, I will follow you? Shouldn't you be saying that? Come, let's go, it will be fun. Um, 21. Another disciple um, said to him, Lord, first let me go bury my father. But Jesus told him, Follow me and let the dead bury, the, bury their own dead. Very harsh statement. Amen. <laughs> Very harsh statement. So Je this is what Jesus said. And then when you read in verse 23, it says, Then he got into the boat and his disciples followed him. Now fast forward to verse 26. And he said unto them, um, go back please to verse 25 um, so he first told them basically that leave everything leave your parents just forget everything and follow me he got into a boat they followed him and his disciples came to him awoke him saying Lord save us we perish we know that the same scenario happened here the sea began to be boisterous the same Jesus who said that forget your parents forget everything he was down sleeping and the sea was boisterous it looked like they were about to sink so it uh, it makes sense to me that they will run to the same jesus who said that leave everything and everyone and follow me it makes sense to run to that same jesus and say master excuse me you said that we should follow you but you did not mention that this will happen something is happening uh, wake up and do something say lord save us we are perishing and he said unto them why are you fearful all ye of little faith how could jesus say such a thing the sea is boisterous there is a reason for me to be worried there is a reason for me to be scared he is the same jesus who said that let the dead bury the dead leave your parents leave everything and just follow after me and then now that situations are arising jesus is saying that you have a problem why are you fearful Jesus is not saying that I understand. Jesus is not saying that yes, the seas boister us. You are right. You are correct to be scared. No. He's saying why are you fearful? His diagnosis of the situation is that you have fear. And that fear is a problem. He says, oh ye of little faith. I'm saying why are you faithful all ye of little faith then he arose and rebuked the winds and the seas and there was a great calm. Very strange and again it is a similar picture that happens in our lives the lord says leave these people leave these associations begin to do this thing begin to live your life this way this is how i want your life to be like you say yes lord i will follow you wherever you go but then as you begin to walk as you begin to follow the instructions the thing is it, it, he never said that the sea will not arise or anything he just gave a word that follow me now we need to understand that in the word of the Lord it encompasses everything if it is a word that came from the Lord it encompass it takes care of everything but of course the situation will want to make God's word look like uh, this one it cannot solve and so he is teaching us that when we encounter such situations we encounter such times our response should not be to fear we may go a bit ahead of ourselves but the bible says that he has not given us a spirit of fear or timidity 
it means that when we encourage a spirit of fear or timidity we are not glorifying the name of the Lord because that's not what he gave us and he tells this to us because he knows that there will be situations that will validate you being scared there will be situations that will validate you being timid but he's saying that he has not given that to us but he has given us boldness he has commanded us to stand even in the midst of situations so there is a storm rising in your life but you remember what the Lord told you you remember that the Lord said you should take this part hear me today that his word is still the same even in the midst of that storm in the midst of that situation even as you are trying to pursue the Lord you are saying but Lord I love you how could such situations be happening around me his word has not changed his word is still the same it is still the same word the fact that there are things that your eyes are seeing it does not mean that God is going back and saying that I had not calculated that these people I told to leave everything and follow me a storm would come that will threaten their life what do I do now the Bible says he arose and he told the storm to come down in the case of Peter drowning he did not say anything to the storm he just took him amen so sometimes he may rebuke the storm but sometimes he may just continue to be with you in the midst of the storm is it not the bible that says that you will go through the waters but they will not overflow you you will walk through the fire but it will not burn or candle you even in the fire he is still there with you the problem sometimes is that hmm, let me not go ahead of myself Matthew chapter 17 verse 17 then Jesus answered and said oh faithless perverse generation Jesus is coming from a mountain his disciples are trying to cast out a demon but uh, they are being very embarrassed in this scenario mind you in, verse, in, in, in chapter 10 we are not going there he called them he gave them power they went around they were casting demons but now they are trying to cast demons again but it's like uh, this thing is not working now he said then Jesus answered and said oh faithless and perverse generation now in my own defense if I'm trying to cast out a demon, someone brings someone who is possessed with a demon and there are people around and I'm trying to cast out the demon, I think I have some faith because it takes boldness to arise. There are people around and say, I will cast. I think there is some little faith. But Jesus said that you are faithless, you faithless generation. He did not even want to pamper them and said, at least you tried. He said, oh, you faithless generation and perverse generation how long shall I be with you how long shall I be with you how long shall I bear with this faithlessness how long shall I bear with this fear because the fear is not from God of course you may try to be you know we try to be very emotional about it oh Lord I'm scared I'm shy me I'm not used to this that's not the spirit that God has given to us that is not what God has commanded to us he says how long shall I be with you how long shall I suffer you bring him hither to me so they brought him to him and Jesus dealt with that situation of course later on we understood that it was not only faith I mean more things and all that but our focus is on faith 
Our focus is on faith. Okay, one more scripture. Mark chapter 5 verse 34. Seeing the power that faith had in this scenario. And he said unto her, this was the woman with an issue of blood. He said unto her, daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. We know how she just saw Jesus passing. And out of faith said, I will touch the hem of his garment. And she touched and she was healed. And Jesus said, Jesus said, Jesus did not even say that I, I have healed you or anything. He was not aware. But it was her faith that healed her. What are we trying to say even with this? I do not doubt that God speaks to us. I do not doubt that God speaks to each one of us. Perhaps some of us sometimes may limit God because of how we expect him to speak to us. You know as people we usually expect the dramatic way that God will speak to us. In the very dramatic way that it will be, I mean hyper dramatic. Let's go to 1 Kings chapter 19 verse 9 to 12 1st Kings chapter 19 verse 9 to 12 God speaks to us God is speaking to us ever speaking to us um, and you know this because when you are receiving the word you, you believe it you are convicted you only start to doubt the word when circumstances arises if you are really to be honest with yourself when you receive the word maybe it's a word that is being preached and it is hitting your spirit you are saying oh god thank you this word is for me i will arise and by monday i will begin i mean this week we'll see my true self now and then monday things are fine and well you are still on fire moving on under the conviction of that word by wednesday a storm will arise and you will say you'll try to shake it off by friday you will say that word if god knew what was coming my way then that cannot be god's word for me but it is not like that and it is the same in life even as young people we get to times and corridors in our lives where we have to make destiny defining decisions and of course god answers when, we, when he answers, we are convicted. But as we begin to take steps towards those directions, situations arises. Even when you are in the will of God, situations, storms, boisterous situations arises. But then what do we do then? We'll read it very fast because we are reading to verse 12. Um, and he came hither unto a cave and lodged there. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him. And he said unto him, what doest thou here, Elijah? And he said, I have been very jealous for the Lord God of hosts. For the children of Israel have forsaken thy covenant, thrown down thine altars, and slain thy prophets with the sword. And I, even I only, am left, and they seek my life to take it away. And he said, Go forth and stand upon and stand upon the mount before the Lord. And, and behold, the Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind rent the mountains. Someone say drama. Please say drama. Amen. The Bible says that a great wind came. That's the, the, the mountains now were shaking. But look at what it says next. Behold, um, the Lord rent the mountains and break in pieces the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. The Lord was not in the wind. 
and after the wind an earthquake but the Lord was not in the earthquake amen this is really um, trying to I guess chip in the fact that God speaks to us but it's not always how we are expecting God to speak to us because sometimes we intrinsically expect God to speak to us in a specific way you know that if you will see a dream you will believe no one will need to tell you anything you will believe so you are asking God God speak to me in your mind you are actually saying that God give me a dream about this situation and the Lord may not really give you one next verse verse 12 and after the earthquake a fire but the Lord was not in the fire and after the fire a still small voice amen after the fire after all that drama God came very calmly and very simple that is how sometimes he speaks to us that is how sometimes he drops burdens on our hearts that is how sometimes he gives promptings to our spirit God lives in us yes so he does not need all of the drama to get our attention that is how sometimes he just drops a burden and he tells you that go this way and you say yes Lord this is you but as you begin to go because what he said did not come very dramatic it was not drama there was no dream or anything like that it was just God speaking to you as you go you meet a storm and when you meet the storm you see to to reevaluate and you say no this cannot be God who spoke to me let me go back and you go back so you end up recycling seasons that you should be out of why because there is fear because there is doubt because you are doubting what God is saying remember what God said to Moses he said that I have heard the cry of the people of Israel and I've come to deliver them now you arise and go now anyone receiving such an instruction of course fear might grip you because sometimes the things that God lays on our hearts sometimes the directions that God gives us they seem rather unconventional how do you tell someone that leave your parents leave everything and just follow me and right after telling them that there is a storm if you are the Lord of hosts the King of glory shouldn't there be some glorious thing that follows but this is the nature of the kingdom that we belong that we belong to this is how God leads us and speaks to us this is how we advance in our Christian journey and in our life in the spirit it is not by expecting things to always be one way but it is walking by faith and not by sight it is not by looking at what's going on around me but holding on to the word of the Lord irregardless of the situations around irregardless of the circumstances so the Bible says that you shall serve the Lord your God and he will bless your bread and take away sickness from among thee. And you are serving but your pocket is saying something else. You are serving God but financially things look like they are not working. And you even get to a point where it seems like I mean if I don't get certain amount of money maybe my I mean genuine reasons my rent will I will be expelled from school and all these storms are rising and when you go to God God is giving you simple instructions you shall serve the Lord and I will bless your bread and your water 
do not grow weary in doing good for in due time you shall reap if you do not faint it it it, it contradicts each other if we are to judge it from a human standpoint but what god is encouraging us to do is to have faith in his word to have faith in that which he has said to hold on to his word and not focus on the circumstances around us are we still together all right then in conclusion what then is the solution to this um, challenge that we have that we receive a word from the Lord we receive an instruction the Lord gives us a clear instruction but then situations arises that validate our doubt that validate us giving up have you seen people who started well with God they were serving God they were burning for the Lord they were serving in the house of the Lord but some things happen and all of the sudden they do not see the need to serve the Lord they do not see the need to spend time with God they do not see the need to seek after God and when you ask them they will tell you if only you knew what I've been through truth be told each one of us have been through something but there are those who decided not to look at the circumstance but focus on what the Lord has said hmm. so we have already said that um, we need to build our faith to the extent that we are not just focusing of course there is a place for the dramatic things the I mean you see a dream maybe an angel appears to you in your room all of that is fine if and when it happens glory to God but learn to have faith first of all in the word of God in the promptings that the Lord is giving you in your heart and even as the Lord speak to, speaks to you through his vessels um, Matthew chapter 17 verse 20 Matthew chapter 17 verse 20 um, it's the same scenario when they couldn't cast out the demon and Jesus said unto them because of your unbelief for verily I say unto you, if ye have faith as a grain of mustard seed, ye shall say unto this mountain, remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. Now we may want to read this and sit down and do a deep exegesis that, I mean, faith, this is what it means. It's, here's what it means. Let me break it down for you. Um, and Jesus said unto them because of your unbelief for verily I say unto you if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed you shall say unto this mountain remove hence to yonder place and it shall remove it's as simple as that if you have faith as small as a mustard seed is one of the smallest seeds but when planted the tree that comes it is gigantic so you do not stay with faith and say I've received the word from the Lord glory to God no but when you receive a word from the Lord you take that word and you put it into action you act on what the Lord has said you have been praying that Lord bless me financially and then the Lord brings an instruction that do one two three maybe the Lord brings an instruction how he wants to bless you is connected to some things he says take an online course you have faith that it is God who spoke to you but if you do not take that online course will the blessing come no it will not come you are trusting God that Lord establish me academically and the Lord gives you an instruction you should study by midnight 
I, it may sound strange and all that but that's the instruction that the Lord gives you and you say yes this is from the Lord but you decide not to do it faith um, as the Bible says that if you have faith as little as a mustard seed so that small prompting that small word that you have received what do you do you plant it you put it into action you do something with it you know there are some of us that the Lord has already spoken you prayed about something and God spoke it's like praying that Lord bless me with the Bible and the Lord said says it's in the shop go and carry it but then I sit here and I say what will they say at the shop will they not say that I'm crazy will they not call the, con the, the, the police on me that what are you doing here and all this amen God has already spoken that it is there my, my my responsibility now is to get up from where i am and go and collect it as i go it may rain as i go there may be traffic along the way but does it change what god has said no god's word still remains the same second timothy chapter 1 verse 7 we've already mentioned it god has not given us um, a spirit of fear but of power and of love and of sound mind a spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind this is what the lord has given us sometimes the situation around you may look very defeating i want to encourage you that don't wait until you get goosebumps i know sometimes when you hear people i mean uh amen <laughs> as well sometimes you may hear people saying hmm, i feel the presence of the lord here and i mean that's good of course if you are feeling the presence of the lord you are feeling his presence no need to hide it amen um i feel the presence of the lord here um all this and you may wonder but i've, I've how to how does one feel the presence <laughs> what happens exactly um amen do not wait for that there is no in scripture that the bible says wait for some goosebumps to come on you wait until you are feeling a certain kind of way no his word so far as he has spoken to you boldly arise and stand and say i will do this thing the lord has called me to do god has said unto you that for that family you are the one who is to arise as a deliverer god may have not given you a dream but he has spoken to you his word is enough for you to arise of course as you arise there are things the altars that have been speaking against that family will also arise against you but god's word is still the same those demons that have been troubling the people they will appear to you sometimes at night but god's word is still the same it still hasn't changed i was speaking to someone they said they had a very fearful encounter you know one of those encounters that um it's like you are dreaming but you can't wake up something is pressing you you want to shout jesus but this thing it will not let you go amen but for you it will let you go in jesus name and the person was having that encounter and i mean what is all of this god you've been encouraging me to pray to pray for my parents to pray for my family but now that i've begun praying i'm having such encounters i was sleeping well before but now all of these encounters rather i just stop that's what that's what we do we allow fear to stop us when we are at the verge of breakthrough when we are at the verge of breaking forth we allow fear 
to cause us to turn back. Amen. Peter was close to Jesus. The fact that Jesus could just stretch his arm and touch and, and pull him, it means that he was close to the destination because he was walking to Jesus. But the moment he was close to the destination, it's like the storms knew that this guy is close. This guy is making progress. Let us arise and disturb that progress. It's like the devil knows that you are around. You are around your breakthrough. Things are about to happen. The thing is you may not feel it. It may not look like it. Was it not the Bible that said that when the Lord turned again the captivity of was it Judah? We were like unto them that dream. Hmm. I tell you the honest truth. When God turns things around in your life, you will be like a dreamer. You yourself will be like one who is dreaming. I know that it may sound like stories when someone stands and and uh, maybe he's preaching saying some of these things you may even be saying you are just preaching you do not know about, about what I'm facing and all this we have all faced some things in our lives but when God arises for you it will be like it will absolutely do you like a dream amen hmm. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 2 it says that we had the same word as them but they did not mix it with faith so when the word of the lord is received either by reading the scriptures or by that prompting that the lord is giving you but it is not mixed with faith it will you are not different from someone who did not receive anything if you are in church you are receiving the word of the lord but it is not mixed with faith our man of god may be declaring he may be declaring praying for us preaching to us but if you do not mix it with faith, you will hear others come to give testimonies and you will say, God chose his favorites. No, people chose themselves and put themselves into classes to say, even though there will be challenges that will come by virtue of my believing, I will not stop believing. Jesus said to his disciples that go to all the world and preach and all that. You know what happened? They took one of the disciples, John, I mean James, and they killed him. It is the same Jesus who said that they should go. But he did not really say that one of you, they will kill you. They took Peter. They wanted to do the same thing to him. Amen. Are we getting the picture? That though we are receiving a word from the Lord. Though the Holy Spirit is pushing us. Wanting us to grow. Wanting us to go deeper in him. There will be circumstances and things that will arise around us. Our responsibility is to hold on to faith in God. Amen. Pastor blessed us last week um, on the area of um, um, sacrifices. I mean, connecting to covenant blessings by sacrifice. Amen. And I want us to end here or there um, even as pastor bless us tremendously we want to practice this that we are believing in um, for you it may not be finances it may be something different but what has the Lord said to you concerning that area of your life what has the Lord said to you concerning an area of your life that you are believing God for it may be in your family it may be somewhere what is God's word concerning that situation if there isn't a word you are praying now that lord give me a word give me a direction it may be to pray 
it may be to fast it may be to call them and organize prayer together this thing is like sometimes we expect that maybe angels will arise and do these things for us no we have to do them ourselves we have to engage with god amen so what is god saying if you do not have a word you are praying that god give me a word i'm trusting that god will give us directions it will not be my son arise and do one two three but it may be that still calm voice it may be just a scripture that drops into your spirit but you want to take that seriously and really trust in god concerning that so we are going to pray you are praying maybe you have already received something but you have not been walking in it you are asking that god grant me grace i refuse fear i divorce myself from fear and i make up my mind to act on your word i make up my mind to act on that which you have said the excitement will not remain all throughout the process in the midst of the process it will be rocky and difficult but god's word still remains the same if you do not have one you are praying that lord give me a word please make that your prayer for my spiritual life for my finances for my academics for my health lord what is your word for this situation that i have before me what is the way forward for the situation in my family oh god what is the way forward shalapanda you already told me what to do this year you gave me a personal word for the year but i've forgotten about it lord grace 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 to pick it up grace to continue grace oh god in the name of jesus is the fourth month of the year and that which you promised me it seems like none of it has begun manifesting but oh god you are not a man that you should lie neither are you a son of man that you should change your mind I still believe kata palande raba soto le prende shetele belegedesh raba soto lo prende shekete peledebosa shali balanta sapranda shetele belegedebosh in the name of Jesus now for 30 seconds you just want to be still and listen to what the Lord is saying what word is he giving what encouragement is he giving just for 30 seconds you just want to close your eyes be still and listen.
Keep